Why knowledge matters? News and views. I'm Yannick Muller and joining me now is Susan Cora, an award-winning journalist. Welcome, Susan, to the show. Thank you. You wrote an article about Artsakh, really a humanitarian crisis that people face over there. Tell us a little bit more about the current situation in Artsakh. Artsakh is the name of a territory that's within the country of, or within the waters of Azerbaijan. Artsakh is the name that Armenians call it. Armenians are the majority population within that territory. And there's always been a conflict between Azerbaijan and Armenia over the sovereignty of this this piece of land. Um, because Armenians are in the majority, uh, they feel they it should belong to Armenia. But of course, Azerbaijan does not agree. Now, the latest humanitarian crisis there is just this. Um, a group of people who describe themselves as activists, environmental activists, Azerbaijani as environmental activists, have blocked the one road that leads from Artsakh to Armenia. Now, unfortunately, this is the only supply route to food, to medicine, to all basic survival needs because Artsakh ex imports all of that from, from Armenia. So with this lifeline, which is called the Lashin Corridor blocked, it is an unfolding humanitarian crisis. People are cut off from food. They're actually starving. Uh, people that need medicines cannot, you know, pharmacy shelves are totally empty. Children are separated from their parents because um, some had to, some parents had to go to Armenia for the day for shopping or whatever and can't get back. So it is a crisis that the world doesn't seem to pay much attention to. <laughs> are there any other reasons besides the besides Ukraine why we don't hear more about the humanitarian crisis? in Artsakh? Oh, thank you. That's a very good question. Uh, yes, people blame the, the Ukraine war for a lot of things, including the world's attention being so monopolized that other conflicts get neglected. But I think there's a little more to it than that. The Ukraine war is only part of the problem for the media silence and international inaction. Um, Conflicts that happen in countries that don't have too much power or are not really within the geopolitical interests of the major world powers tend to get neglected by, by the Western media. And that's, that's the reason I think the Ukraine war is also a second reason why, why no one's paying or very few people outside people who are immediately impacted are paying attention to this crisis. In what ways is this situation a challenge for good journalism? Well, obviously, journalists cannot access the territory and sometimes internet is cut off, so it's difficult. 
um, at the best of times, it's difficult. It's particularly hard now during the, the blockade. What impact has the situation on you personally while listening to these earth-shattering stories that you you um, mentioned in your article published in the Catholic uh, Register a few days ago? Well, I happen to have contacts in, in Armenia and Artsakh, and that was the only way I found out about what's going on there. And the impact on me personally is, well, I'm a journalist. And my thought was, I need to bring stories like this to shed light on them and let the world know what's going on and hopefully uh, influence political leaders, people in a position of power to do something to lift the blockade. And a major point of my article was the lack of humanitarian aid. Just because, again, the blockade is preventing charities from working there. That had, I mean, it's a really devastating situation to be in. And I, I just felt I have to bring the world's attention to that particular fact and at least let, um, you know, negotiate, let um, the two warring parties negotiate a humanitarian corridor for, you know, charity workers to get there and bring relief. Uh, that was the personal impact it had on me. What can people do? I think uh, people can... First of all, get information from the right sources because there's so much misinformation out there flying back and forth on, on social media. And they can use reliable journalists' account reports to try and influence their local politicians to do something about it. There are people in the Canadian parliament, some MPs, who are on the Foreign Affairs Committee of the House of Commons. They are trying to convene some hearings on this topic in hopes of getting the, the Canadian government to act. And people, there's an Armenian diaspora and others who are interested in humanitarian work. They could use their influence with um, their political leaders wherever they are, United States, Canada, Europe, wherever. So that would be my suggestion. Why should Canadians care about this humanitarian crisis? Well, first of all, there are about 800,000 to 900,000 Canadians of Armenian heritage living in Canada. So they are part of our family, the Canadian family, mostly concentrated in Toronto and Montreal. But apart from that, it has the potential, this conflict between Azerbaijan and uh, Armenia, I mean, people might not even have heard of these countries and they may think, oh, it's just an obscure part of the world. It has nothing to do with us. But there's a potential for this to blow up into a big war, a big conflagration that it might, it would affect the rest of us in so many ways as the Ukrainian war is affecting us, impacting us. 
And that's because there are regional powers involved in this. I won't go into the politics of it. It takes too much time. But um, Russia is involved. Uh, Iran is involved. Turkey is involved in this in this conflict. And so any time it could become a, a big war and it could create all kinds of problems. So Canadians need to care. Susan Cora, award-winning journalist, thank you so much for your time and expertise and your important work that you're doing. Thank you. Very happy to to make uh, to to reach more people this way. Susan Cora. That's why knowledge matters. <laughs>